Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. You'll notice that the title of today's podcast is Make America Florida. I I almost thought maybe we make it Make America Florida again, but America's never been Florida, and that's kind of a problem. (laughs) So today's podcast topic is going to be going through some of the amazing things and truly amazing things that are happening in Florida. If you're a conservative and you don't live in Florida, you should be envious. And if you live in Florida and you're not following the news for whatever reason, um, <laughs> you should be ecstatic, overjoyed. What Ron DeSantis is doing in your state just in the last week, what the Republican majorities in the legislature are doing in your state just in the past week, are a model that every Republican around the country, every conservative around the country should emulate, should be proud to emulate. The problem is the establishment of our party, the grand old party, the GOP, doesn't want anything to do with what real conservatism looks like these days. So they they buy into the, the fear-mongering from the left on things like HB 1557, which they're calling the Don't Say Gay Bill. We'll get into that a little bit later. That passed the Florida legislature. They passed the state Senate, so that's on its way to DeSantis's desk. They're trying to tear him down because, frankly, if Trump doesn't run or if for whatever reason Trump doesn't win, which is I love Trump. I, I would love to see him as president again, but I want to go through the primary process, to be fair. I mean, I want to make sure that Trump is is in it to win it, that he can do it. Yeah, he's he's in great shape now. And you look at Joe Biden, he could run laps around Joe Biden now. But three years can can make a hell of a difference. So I, I'll support Donald Trump 100%. I also would love to see Ron DeSantis run as well. As long as they don't start really hitting on each other, attacking each other. That would be great. But I, I want to show you all and talk to you all about what Ron DeSantis is doing. It's really great stuff in Florida. So hit that share button if you haven't already. If you're watching on Rumble, hit the little plus sign on the bottom. It's called the Rumble button. It's like the thumbs up button for YouTube, but Rumble's version. I guess on the on the uh, the iPhone app, there is a little thumbs up or, or whatever. Hit that. If it looks like it's positive, hit it so we can reach more people. Um, really do need your help to do so. Going to get into all that in just a second. First, I'm going to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a proud Patriot-owned company, and they've just rolled out a new series of cigars called The Early Republic. This honors the first six presidents of the United States, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams. Whether you are a novice at cigars or you are an aficionado, this is an excellent series because each cigar has a different shape. Each cigar has a different body, a different flavor profile. So no matter what you like, from mild all the way to full, stinky-bodied cigars, there's something in here for you. Um, So I highly recommend you try this out. And if there's a cigar lover in your your life who also loves American history, pick up one of these. I'm sure they will love this as a gift. 
They, they rolled this out for President's Day, and as a bonus, Conservative Daily's listeners and audience can receive a 17.76% discount on the Early Republic series by using promo code LIBERTY at LibertyCigars.com. Don't forget to use promo code LIBERTY. So again, that's promo code LIBERTY at LibertyCigars.com to get 17.76% off this great deal. So as before we get into all of this Make America Florida, Make America Florida again, I want to comment, um, had a few nice conversations with people today. Um, <laughs> had a few not so nice comments, but whatever, it happens. Um, had a few nice conversations, and I understand that Joe had a, uh, a nice post, uh, a, a nice post on Telegram. I appreciate it. Lots of people are pr praying for my discernment. And listen, I am no one to tell you to stop praying for me. If you are praying before you go to sleep at night that I do excellent research and can come up with great conclusions, I'm not going to stop you. Um, so I welcome all prayers of discernment. It's an interesting word, discernment. I mean, I'm Catholic. So my Catholic teaching tells me that discernment is kind of like a sixth sense and that you're supposed to avoid the false prophets. So anyone here who's a Protestant, we're talking about you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's what's that's what the uh, comment section is going to be today. Max is a 16th century deep stater who's a is against the Reformation. But that's what my faith teaches me. My faith teaches me that discernment, yes, it's about learning the gospel, learning the Bible, understanding its teachings, but also avoiding false messages. Because the, the false messages you have to worry about are not ones that are off the wall. They're ones that have a little kernel, a little nugget of truth, and they're designed to whisk you away off of the right path towards whatever some false prophet or whatever wants you to go down. So my dis my discernment teaches me to avoid the televangelists, right? To avoid the mega church pastors who are on Sirius XM radio, right? The people who tell you for five easy payments of 1999, you too can be saved. Now that, that sets off the sixth sense, right? So I, I appreciate all of the prayers of discernment. The only thing I would say is I appreciate it. I'm always well, I'm always open to having my mind changed and I have no dog in this fight whatsoever, right? When it comes to Ukraine. Um, just know that when I look at all of this and I in, engage in discernment, that sixth sense is my bullshit detector, my bullshit radar. And that goes off. It went off today when the, when the, when one of the Chinese foreign officials was out there talking at the podium. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate all of the prayers. I do think it is strange that we have begun talking about Ukrainian biolabs in terms of faith, because as I said, I have no dog in this fight. I mean, I wouldn't be happy to be proven wrong because if I'm proven wrong, that's, that's not good for our country. Um, it seems to me, at least from conversations I've had with people that this has become a faith argument. And I don't understand how we got there. I'm always interested to learn how people have begun talking about this in terms of faith. Um, but yeah, so I, I appreciate the prayers for discernment. And anyone who wants to pray for me to do better research, I will always, always accept that. Okay, let's dive in. Let's dive into the topic of tonight. Make America Florida. Make America Florida. I think America would be a much better place if it was Florida. And I'm going to say that with a gigantic asterisk because throughout the night, we're going to be sharing some of the craziest stories I've seen just from the past year of what people in Florida have done. 
So when I say make America Florida, understand I am accepting Florida warts and all. I am accepting Florida warts and all. For example, if you put up my screen, Mr. Producer, I will accept Florida even with this Florida man who broke a beer bottle over his head and got shot by a deputy who thought the sound was a gunshot. I'll accept that. Listen, we are in so <laughs> such dire need of Ron DeSantis and, and real conservative leadership. I will take the crazy stories. For, like this one. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. I will take the fact that there are burglars who break into people's houses buck naked and go sit in their bathtub and have to be held at gunpoint by the homeowner who finds them. It's a little weird. I'll take it. I'll take it if it means we can get some of this governance that's coming from Ron DeSantis. <laughs> There's some crazy. I mean, I had to whittle these down. I I had probably 50 that I wanted to share. I was like, nah, it's too many. And for anyone who doesn't know, the reason that there are so many crazy stories, the reason that Florida man, Florida man is a meme, is Florida has a law that's called a sunshine law. And as long as there is, as long as a government document doesn't contain any crime against a child, any sex crime, or any personally identifiable medical information, the state government of Florida is obligated to turn it over upon request to reporters. So that's how we were able to learn so many early cases in Florida of people who were being classified as COVID-19 deaths, but weren't like the case of the man who shot himself in the head, but was labeled COVID. The man who got struck by lightning on the roof while he was repairing a roof of a house, COVID. We were able to learn that because that information, as long as it doesn't have the name, uh, date of birth, whatever, must be released to the public. Well, reporters are notoriously lazy. Journalists are uh, notoriously lazy. So when they're up against a deadline, so I mean, I need to write a story about something. What am I going to do? They turn to Florida Sunshine Law. And they get Florida to hand over the craziest stories from its police blotter, which is how we get Florida man as a meme. Which is how we get, if you put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this story of a woman arrested after exposing herself to a police officer. Yeah, that looks like someone who might just randomly expose themselves to a police officer, to a St. Pete police officer. So that's how you get all these really crazy headlines from Florida, these Florida man headlines. We got to take that down. Someone who is not a Florida man is Ron DeSantis. And right off the bat, let, let's talk about this. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. Bill, HR, was it 1557? Yeah, HR 1557. We go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is, um, it's, it's a it's a bill designed to give parents more control over what their the schools are teaching their kids. There's really two elements of this bill. It's it's a little bit long. It's seven pages, and these are real seven real pages. The two elements of this bill that I want to talk about. The first, um, right here, classroom instruction, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties, uh, third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three, or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. So that is what they are calling the don't say gay part. The fact that this bill outlaws any talk of sexual orientation or gender identity to kids between, it's actually pre-K, but kindergarten, four, five, 
six, and seven. Kids who are four years old, five years old, six years old, seven years old cannot be taught about gender identity or sexual orientation. I think that's something that we all should just agree on. That doesn't seem like it's too crazy of an ask. Hey, let's not teach the five-year-olds about gay sex. Maybe, how about not teach them about any sex? <laughs> Five years old, there's no reason for them to be learning about that. Like my son's four. My son's four years old. He's starting preschool this coming fall. Which reminds me, I have to get them a check. <laughs> Note to self, send the check into the preschool. I can't fathom him being taught something like this, which is one of the reasons that I was very adamant about signing him up for a religious preschool. He's going to a Baptist preschool. We're not Baptist. Um, I don't really care. I just don't want him to be in a situation, even in Texas, where he's being taught this crazy shit. But this shouldn't be all that controversial. The fact that they are fighting over, over whether or not five-year-olds should be educated about gender identity. Realize there is no curriculum to teach five-year-olds gender identity. What was happening, you had activist teachers, leftist teachers, injecting their own personal beliefs into lesson plans. They weren't learning this from textbooks. This was their own personal beliefs. So this takes it out of the equation entirely. You cannot teach uh, sexual orientation or gender identity things to kids between the age of four or seven. I guess you could also be eight years old in grade three. So I guess maybe some eight-year-olds. The second part is really important. Or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. So that's everyone grade four through 12. So should grade four, people in kids in fourth grade, should they be learning about adult men grooming little boys? As, as we've seen in some of these disgusting books that have been taken out of libraries all across this country. No. Should they be taught about gay sex acts in these books by looking at pictures? No, of course not. That's they put pornography in these books. That should not be taught to fourth graders. Probably shouldn't even be taught to 12th graders, but at least 12th graders, you can make an argument that it's developmentally appropriate. It's still kind of gross, but you can make that argument. So the left is freaking out over this because the standards aren't set up yet. This gives Ron DeSantis's government, one of the different departments, the power to set those standards. It takes the power away from the teachers, it takes the power away from the teachers and gives it to the, to the parents. Schools can teach developmentally and age appropriate lessons on this, for grades four through 12. But here's the bit. The other bit is parents have the right to sue. Parents have the right to sue specifically if a school interferes and doesn't notify them of their students' mental, emotional, or physical health or well being, or a change in related services or monitoring, or that encourage or have the effect to encourage a student to withhold from a parent such information. This is the second part. So on the one hand, teachers can't be teaching this to kids. The other part of this bill is that schools cannot be secretly in private in the nurse's office, in the guidance counselor's lounge uh, office, cannot be secretly encouraging students to go down a path of transgenderism to go down a path of exploring their sexuality when they're in kindergarten or in second grade, first grade, third grade. And if a, if a school is caught secretly doing this, caught withholding in this information from parents, the parents can sue, 
they can get damages, right? And they can immediately go to a court and get the court to stop this. The other part is what we've seen around this country, we can take this down as producer. What we've seen around the country is we've seen teachers actually hide the fact that students have been convinced that they're transgender from their parents. So they have kept on official documentation the student's legal name, but gone about calling them their preferred name. So maybe Mike thinks he's a girl. The, the teacher would call him Michelle, right? But wouldn't tell the parent about that. We keep it as their little secret. This bill outlaws that. And it seems as common sense as it gets. I mean, there's not a lot. I don't see anything wrong with any of this. I think the part about parents suing might get a little much if, it, if people are overly litigious. But I think that's going to work itself out. And honestly, if schools have to err on the side of caution and not teach something disgusting for fear that they might get sued, that to me is a good thing. That to me is a good thing. Well, the left doesn't think that. The left doesn't think that this is a good thing. The left think th thinks this is terrible. And all across Florida, there have been walkouts of students, high school students, getting real pissy that the legislature just passed a bill to stop kindergartners from being taught gender identity and, and human sexuality. And we actually do have a clip of one of these walkouts. Mr. Producer, let's play cut one. I mean, cut it. Can you imagine if they were this passionate about anything that actually mattered? Just imagine the problems in this country we could solve if the people who were passionate about HR 1557 instead decided to tackle homelessness or hunger, right? This is what they walk out for. They walk out of high school to protest the fact that kindergarten teachers won't be able to teach gay sex to five-year-olds. That's really, that's their hill to die on. This always confuses the hell out of me because it, it, when I was in middle school, high school, it was all about going up against George Bush. George Bush bad. So they'd walk outs about the, uh, about the war in Iraq. So at least that was like a legitimate political opinion. Walking out of high school because you think that first graders should learn about gay sex. No, it's, come on. And it all stems back from the media calling it the don't say gay bill. The media is excellent at this. Nowhere in this legislation does it say you cannot say the word gay. You can't. It's not in the bill, right? But the media has, has branded as that. That's like, it's similar to when Donald Trump passed regulations against Planned Parenthood saying that they couldn't refer people to abortion uh, providers. They couldn't take their patients and refer them to abortion providers. The left branded it as a gag rule to create the imagery that Donald Trump was literally shoving gags into people's mouth. Well, no, you just you can't refer them to an abortionist. They're really great at making up these names, even if they are not based in fact whatsoever. Why I love Ron DeSantis is he smacks them down whenever they try and, and bring this up going to play that in a second. But before I do, I have to remind you all this podcast is sponsored by IP Vanish. IP Vanish VPN exists to make sure that you can have privacy when you are searching and browsing and, and watching things online. IP Vanish 
helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish VPN on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all your data is encrypted. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It really is that simple. So here's the deal for listeners and viewers of this show. IPVanish is offering you an incredible 70% off their yearly plan. That comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it within 30 days, you can get your money back. And oh, by the way, you're buying 12 months, but you're getting nine free. It's super easy to use. One tap the button and you're instantly protected. So go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to sign up for IPVanish, get protected when you're when you're online and claim your 70% savings. Again, that's IPVanish.com, I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to claim your 70%. Okay, here is the video. There's two of Ron DeSantis being asked about the don't say gay bill this week and him smacking the reporter down. Let's play the first one. Let's play cut two. I'm just curious. You call it that. I've not seen that in any of these bills. Where is that coming from? Oh, I get that. But the question is, you know, you're in the news business. Is it, does the truth matter or not? Is, there, is that in any of the bills? Yes or no? I understand, I understand what you're doing. But, uh, and here's the thing. Like, I, this wasn't like my legislation. Like, I have certain big priorities that we did. This is something the legislature felt strong about. So I start getting asked about this by the, by the media. Um, and, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, they're getting spun up. I see the, le- I see, you know, you know how this works, right? And I was like, there is no way it's true. And I didn't even look at the bill yet. I just knew it wasn't true. And so you actually look at the bill. And it says, no sexual instruction in grades pre-K through three. What, what's so controversial about that? And that's what I love about Ron DeSantis. He knows the game. He can play the game and he can call out the BS and put them on their toes. Amazingly, they keep doing it. They keep trying to spread these lies because a couple days later they asked him again what do you think about the don't say gay bill and he had another smackdown mr producer let's play cut three does it say that in the bill does it say that in the bill i'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives it doesn't matter what critics say well it says For who? For, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. And um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. And we're going to make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. Again, that's as common sense as it gets. Parents should be able to send their kids to kindergarten or pre-K without worrying whether they're going to bring out transgender story time. Right? Drag queen story time. They, they, should, they should not have to worry about that. 
And people asking in the comment section on Rumble, does this bill just apply to those earlier grades? There is an outright ban on any talk of sexual orientation or gender identity for kids between pre-K and grade three. So that would be um, four through seven or eight years old. And then for other grades between four and 12, the instruction has to be age appropriate which is a standard that hasn't been uh, hasn't been designed yet. So it's going to be up to all of us to make sure, well, not all of us, but anyone who lives in Florida to make sure that those standards are, are legitimate and they don't have a bunch of holes in them. But I mean, it's just so refreshing. It's so refreshing to see honesty here. If you want dishonesty, look no further than the Biden regime. If we go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this is Pete Buttigieg, or as Donald Trump would say, boot edge edge. Boot Edge Edge says that Florida's don't say gay bill will drive up suicides in the LGBT plus youth. No, what is driving up suicides in the LGBT plus youth are delusions. Sorry. We've talked about this on the show before. Studies have shown that people who get gender reassignment surgery, if they're one of the T's, as uh, Dave Chappelle would call them, if they're transgender and they get gender reassignment surgery, studies have shown that they see an increase in suicides versus those who did not. That it doesn't help that no amount of coddling this, these delusions helps. But yeah, sure, a bill that says you're not allowed to teach gay sex to kindergartners, that's gonna lead to suicides. Not quite sure what Ron DeSant what uh what Pete Buttigieg is smoking. But here's Charlie Crist. Charlie Crist is used to be the governor. Used to be, yeah, used to be the governor of Florida. Here's the propaganda. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Miss Bruce, let's play cut four. Hi, I'm Charlie Crist. Recently, the Florida legislature passed a bill called Don't Say Gay. It is demeaning, it is unnecessary, and it's cruel. Governor DeSantis wants this to be part of his legacy. It's a shame. We need to bring people together. That's why I'm running for governor of Florida. Let's have a Florida for all where everybody matters and everyone is respected. Thank you and God bless you. She's going to bring Florida together by ensuring that teachers can teach gay sex to five-year-olds. I just understand what he's talking about here. He's saying first graders, before they've even completely learned their alphabet, should know about transgenderism. That's going to bring us all together. Come on. It's about equality for all. It's about respect. Ah, yes, respecting the educators who want to teach five-year-olds about gay, <laughs> gay sex. Come on. I mean, it's just so stupid. It's just so obvious this shouldn't be in the curriculum. And yet you can see how they push this. You can see how they change, how they change the terminology. You see around right there, he said it's called the don't say gay bill it is not that is not the name nowhere in it does it say you can't say the word gay it's just more more liberal lies well there was other good news from florida this past week if you put up my screen mr producer oh by the way desantis says he's going to sign that bill into law so that's signed sealed delivered pretty much passed today getting to his desk the florida legislature also passed a 15-week abortion ban so abortions after the 15th week of gestation are will not be legal in Florida. There are a couple of exceptions that they that they mention. Um, uh, fatal abnormality is discovered in the unborn baby 
or an abortion is needed to save the life or prevent serious injury to the pregnant person. Those are the only two exceptions. There is no exception for rape or incest. The reason being rape or incest does not change the fact that killing a baby after 15 weeks, you are killing what everyone agrees at that point. Pretty much everyone agrees is a human being. It's a human being up to conception. We've talked about this on the show. Right? The minute a baby is conceived, it is not a different species. It is a human being. It is always murder at every, at every stage of development. But 15 weeks, if you are raped, God forbid anyone is raped, 15 weeks is long enough. God forbid anyone is raped in, in any incest or raped by a family member, 15 weeks is more than enough. So... <laughs> They're crying over the lack of those two exceptions saying, oh, well, what if people are raped? You have 15 weeks. And, and that is a, a more than a viable time frame. It's a more than viable time frame. But they always try and pick it apart. Say, oh, well, it doesn't do this, does this. It doesn't allow you to have an exception for the, the mother's mental health. My goodness, me and my wife feel like we're going to tear each other's hair out or our own hair out with our kids some nights, you know, when they're not quite tired, but they're not quite wide awake and they're just, we call them baby terrorists <laughs> because they will run and they will scream and they will jump on the couch. They will jump on us. It's just the witching hour. It's the witching hour. <laughs> like <laughs> we feel like our mental health could use a boost. That's not a legitimate reason to get an abortion. It's not, it is not a legitimate reason to get an abortion at all. Certainly not a legitimate reason to go beyond 15 weeks. So that's good news. That's from Florida. Let's make America Florida. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to um, admit that there are weird things that happen in Florida too. So if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, I don't know where this story came from. I'm glad it had a happy ending. Florida man shoplifts a, shoplifts a crossbow by stuffing it down his pants. <laughs> and this one... Lawyer strips nude at bar when manager refused to serve her. Again, I will take the weird with the good. Give me 15-week abortion ban, and I will take the lawyers getting naked in bars because they're not getting good service. I'll take the weird with the good. <laughs> I'll take the gators with the good. I'll take the invasive pythons with the good. Make America Florida. In seriousness. Can you imagine if the rest of the GOP was doing what the Republicans in Florida were doing? Can you imagine what this country would look like if you had 50 Ron DeSantis's <laughs> or, or even just 20 Ron DeSantis? Can you imagine the progress we'd, we'd be making instead of Republicans caving on every issue, instead of Republicans saying, well, 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 let's let's talk this over. Let's let's slow down. No, America would be much better if we had real conservatives at the helm. And people say, what about Greg? People ask me, what about Greg Abbott? Greg Abbott is great during an election year. He's been great this year because he's running for re-election. Lots of the things he did during the primary were to try and stave off that attack, that push from the right. Alan West, I, I, I like Alan West. I wish Alan West would have won. I thought Alan West would have been a better candidate, but you know what? Greg Abbott won. I hope that he governs as, as conservative as he has governed during his campaign. But you don't have to worry about that with Ron DeSantis. No, you do not. Other good news from Florida is that they have completely dismantled the bogus lies about masks, mask wearing. 
the Florida Surgeon General has now recommended against masks. We're going to play this clip. Um, there's a little bit of static in it. I tried to remove as much as I could. Um, just bear with it. It's not our end. It's, it's how it was recorded. We'll play a little bit of this. This is the Florida Surgeon General, who is amazing, by the way, um, dismantling the lies about masks. Ms. Bruce, let's play cut five. You know, it's hard to find. Oh, it's hard to find these in in Florida. You gotta look. You gotta look hard. But you know, if you if you know where to look, you can find them. So I, I brought I brought this. Right. So unfortunately, we have a country right now where most people, including I mean, this is across across the political spectrum, think that these things are saving lives. So in medicine, in science, we have something called levels of evidence. Okay. And we've got our high level evidence and lower levels of evidence. And our highest level of evidence are clinical trials. So to the doctors who tell you that these things save lives, ask them, ask them, you know, what, what, did, the, what did the two randomized clinical trials that we've done during the pandemic, what did they show? Ask them that when they tell you that these things save lives. One found nothing, zero benefit. The other found a small benefit, like a tiny benefit that's, you know, that's a little bit methodologically shaky. And by the way, none of them, none of them found a benefit in young people. Not a single one found a benefit in young people. That's the highest quality evidence. That's what it showed. Lower evidence is what the CDC likes to tout. You know, shaky studies, shaky methods, finding 80% reductions in infection. Give me a break, you know? I mean, come on. You know, nothing that we're seeing in this, in this country justifies that kind of conclusion. So that's, that's what the evidence shows. And doctors who said that, who said that these things are not going to save your life, you know, these things, these things aren't going to end the pandemic, these doctors, they got, you know, they've been kicked off of social media. Like, these are facts. They've had their licenses suspended, you know, because they, they didn't think that their clinical practices needed to do that. I mean, that's crazy. Good doctors who were brave enough to say what the science showed got punished. And that's happening, and it's still happening, where people are still holding up the illusion that these things save lives. These things are not saving lives. Excellent. Excellent. Make America Florida. I will take it. I will take it. I will take this man in every state. Let's get one of them in every state. I will take him. And if Miss Bruce, if you put it on my screen, I will also take the stories of naked men jumping into police cars and stealing them, <laughs> which is apparently happening. <laughs> it just happened last year. Naked Florida man stole and then crashed police car. I will take that. I'll take the naked police car thieves if we can get 50, 51, 52, because we need one in D.C. and we need one at the federal level. 52 of him. I'll take it. I'll, I will 100% take it. We could take that down. There was a moment the other day where Ron DeSantis was out of school. And the kids behind him were wearing masks. And this is how you know how honest and how genuine Ron DeSantis is. He goes up to the podium, sees all the kids are wearing masks behind him, and he says, take it off. This is theater. These things don't do anything to help you. If you want to wear it, fine. But we got to stop with the theater. 
actually, that was almost a complete direct quote. Let's watch this because one of the moms was very pissed. Very pissed. Let's play Mr. Producer Cut 6. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. Watch the one guy's smirk. All right, well, it's good to Everybody's be at USF. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the black kid behind him just like, yeah, I'm going to take this mask off. Well, I think it was his mother who was pissed. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> his mother was pissed and then sat for an interview, st stood for an interview with the news and forced him to stand by her side masked. I, I, I've never seen anything like this. So he's standing there wearing a mask. The governor says they don't work. You can wear it if you want, but honestly, they're stupid. He takes it off. His mom then scolds him and forces him to stand behind her fully masked while she does an interview with the, with the news. Miss Bruce has played cut seven. I'm responsible for him, and I told him to wear that mask. And Governor DeSantis, and he's looking at this adult authority and he's telling him, oh, you don't have to wear the mask. What was your reaction when you heard the governor tell you and your classmates, remove your masks? Um, a bit of surprise and shock, more of, okay, this authority, author, this authority figure is asking me to do something that I know is probably going to end up being controversial. So. I took mine off. Did you feel pressure by the governor to do that? Mm. Um, a little. Look at her. She. Oh. Oh, you see her. You see her there. And anyone who just listened to that and couldn't hear it, that was in mono. So that was left ear. So if you're listening to this on headphones and one of your earbuds is broken, that's why you probably couldn't have heard that. Um, that was playing. It's just, it was left ear for whatever reason. I, I hate when that happens. When you pull clips, you think they're stereo and they're only one ear. You see that where he's like, did he get, did he force you to do it? You see the mom sitting there like this. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, a little, oh, come on. I will play the first clip again. Look at this kid's smile. Look at this kid's smile at finally being able to take off his mask and breathe some fresh air. Miss Bruce, let's play again. Cut six. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. Watch his smile. Oh, does that look like someone who was pressured? Does that look like someone who was pressured? Wow. I can take that down, Mr. Producer. <laughs> well, mommy dragged in front of the camera, forced him to wear a mask. She wasn't wearing a mask. It was outside. So she forced him to wear a mask outside while she was. I can't wrap my head around it. None of it's real. None of it's real. But that was, that was all the rage in Florida. Oh, can you believe that DeSantis, well, among leftists, that DeSantis pressured this child and taken off his mask? Not a child. I mean, maybe legally a child, but teenager, high schooler. And he was happy to do it. He was smirking. DeSantis said something great this week also. He says a lot of great things. Um, that working a 9 to 5 job should not be an N95 job. I love that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a great saying. Let's play that, Mr. Producer. Cut 12. 
uh, simply relying on outdated CDC guidance when the experience has completely undercut that uh, is not really a, a reasonable thing to do at this point. And so this is the fresh guidance. And so for all the businesses, you know, we are recommending officially against force masking policies, particularly for retail workers and for people working in the services industry and our hospitality industry. Every time I go to these places, I'll be in these big events and you have all these people having such a good time and the poor servers are forced masks. And I will ask them, are you allowed to take the mask off? They say, not yet. They're all waiting for it. They all want to be liberated. They want to be treated normally. And in Florida, yes, this is based on science and data, but it's also the case that when you have health guidance that conflicts with the data, that has the effect of creating a two-tiered society, that is harmful as well. And you don't want to have instruments of public health marginalize different communities of people based on their occupation or vaccination status or anything like that. So we're proud to be leading the way uh, yet again. I think this will make a positive impact. And so I want to thank you for, uh, for being on the ball on this and putting out some stuff that I really think uh, will help uh, an awful lot of people in the state of Florida. Now, listen, what Ron DeSantis just said a couple years ago would have been a liberal talking point that we shouldn't have policies that marginalize people based on their socioeconomic status, based on what kind of job they have. We shouldn't try and, and bifurcate society into haves or have nots. We should not make servers lesser than the served, than the people at restaurants. We, should, we shouldn't treat restaurant staffs worse. All of that fits perfectly until he said, we shouldn't discriminate based on vaccine status. Everything else fits perfectly into liberal like basic concepts and that's true i mean it's conservative too we don't want to uh we don't want to discriminate against someone because of what kind of job they have whether they work retail or whether they're blue collar or white collar no one wants that right and and to see that democrats haven't fought for these people haven't fought for the rights of waitresses and waiters and busboys to have to take their masks off when everyone in the restaurants allowed to take their mask off they left them behind it's a shame. Hit that, hit that rumble button. We have more clips to go through before the end of the show. Hit that rumble button, that plus button if you're watching on Rumble. I'm going to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by AirMed Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your loved ones should any of you suffer a medical emergency. Whether you live in, a, in the city, the suburbs, or a rural area, this is coverage that you need to have. It's not just people who get lost in the woods or fall off the side of a mountain or get lost in the desert who need to be airlifted. You'd be shocked at how many people need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical procedure who live in the suburbs, who live in cities, who just need to go by helicopter because the traffic won't allow them to get there in time by road. AirMed Care Network exists to make sure you won't, you won't go bankrupt if you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted. Here's how it works. $85 gets you coverage for one year for you, your spouse, and your children, so your entire household. Should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted, you won't pay one cent for that air medical transportation flight. But here's a bonus. When you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back depending on how many years you sign up for. It's free money. It's a gift card. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. See, it isn't just the masks. Florida's great Surgeon General also recommends against vac vaccines for healthy children. 
something that is very obvious. If your child is healthy, if your child has no precondition, uh, pre-existing conditions, no comorbidities, or most children do not have comorbidities, there is no reason to inject them with a vaccine. There just isn't. If they are not at risk of the virus, which we know only kids really who have serious comorbidities have to worry about this. Every other kid pretty much is fine. They usually don't even have symptoms. But the left is up in arms over this. Ms. Brewster, let's, uh, let's play this clip of Florida Surgeon General recommending against the vaccine for children. Let's play cut number eight. Healthy children in Florida should not get the COVID-19 vaccine. That was the firm message from Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo just today. He announced the Florida Department of Health will officially recommend against the COVID-19 vaccine for healthy children. News Channel 5's Lenny Supal with reaction from South Florida pediatricians. This recommendation makes Florida the first state in the country to go directly against guidance from the CDC, which encourages everyone over the age of five to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Tonight, an announcement from the Florida Department of Health sending shockwaves through the state's medical community. We need to recognize the science, the public health policy that we've always lived by. A message contradicting the CDC's guidance and prompting confusion among families. Florida's Surgeon General announced the Florida Department of Health will officially recommend against the COVID-19 vaccine for healthy children. We don't need confusing messages such as this coming from our uh, officials with uh, non-science, non-public health. Cut it. Take the leftists off. Get them off. All right, let's play, let's play the actual clip. Um, let's play cut nine. Yeah, Before I wrap actually, it up. I think Dr. Freeman, you, you were, uh, you, actually provided my the introduction to our announcement, which is the Florida Department of Health is going to uh, be the first state to officially recommend against the COVID-19 vaccines for healthy children. I mean, how is this controversial? How is it controversial? Kids are healthy. There's no reason. And and you know what? You know what? We'll, we'll play the bit from Saki because Jen Saki the circle back girl. I haven't called her that in a while. Um, she hasn't been circling back a whole lot. Actually, notice that she never circles back. She always promises that she's going to circle back, but she never does. Jen Saki is saying that this is dangerous and that I forget the percentage, but she said there are three times or four times. If you're not vaccinated as, as a teenager, you're three or four times more likely to be hospitalized. What she's not saying there is those are like 0.002% versus 0.005%, right? It's it's so low. It's so small. Let's play. It. I mean th this is this is the White House condemning Florida for telling parents don't need to vaccinate your children if they're completely healthy against COVID-19. Let's play cut 10. And even death. The FDA and CDC have already weighed in and the safety uh, on the safety and efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines for those five and older. The recommendations are vetted transparently through a process for, uh, with a purpose so that parents can have confidence after consulting with their pediatricians or doctors if they would like about the safety. But we also know through the data that unvaccinated teenagers are three times as likely to, the, to be hospitalized if they get COVID mm -hmm. than vaccinated teenagers. So it's deeply disturbing that there are politicians peddling conspiracy theories out there and casting doubt on vaccinations when it is our best tool against the virus and the best tool to prevent even teenagers from being hospitalized. Go ahead. Oh, come on. 
latest study I saw that teenagers who get COVID-19 are seven times more likely to get myocarditis than anyone previously feared. I mean, that's real. There are doctors now, there are family medicine doctors who are refusing to sign off on forms to let kids play sports until they get an echocardiogram if they are vaccinated. The main reason that that schools force students to go to their doctor to get the doctor to sign off on whether they can play soccer or baseball or whatever is to make sure that they're healthy enough and they're not just going to drop dead in the middle of the field. So there are many family medicine doctors who are now requiring an EKG for children, any child who's been vaccinated before they will sign off on whether or not it's safe for them to play sports or let alone even contact sports. And from just purely a liability perspective, it makes sense. How can a doctor possibly say they are safe to play sports when they might have underlying heart damage from a vaccine that they don't know about? So all of this has come out just in the last week or two. And to hear Jen Psaki up there, I mean, this, just when you think, I mean, COVID's been over. When's the last time you saw Dr. Anthony Fauci? Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's been gone. Disappeared. Crawled back into his little gnome cave. He's gone. But then they reel you back in with the COVID vaccines the minute that Ron DeSantis says, healthy kids don't need it. Healthy people don't need it. <laughs> we are in endemic stage. We are still living with the Spanish flu. Spanish flu killed a ton of people. It did. We're still living with strains of the Spanish flu to this day. If you get the flu, you are getting a version of the influenza virus that can be traced back to the Spanish flu. It's true. And yeah, some people get a flu vaccine. Fine. Every time I've ever gotten a flu vaccine, I've gotten very sick that year, so I don't get it anymore. Okay, it's not worth it. It's a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. We're in endemic stage. If this virus stays with us, we're going to have to live with it. And what we've seen from hospitalization reports, from, from all the reports, is that we are living with it. And yes, people who are sick, people who have underlying conditions, they are pro they could get it and they could unfortunately pass away, but that could happen with anything. They could get the common cold. They could get any kind of virus and it could happen to them. That's not an excuse for lockdowns, for mask mandates, for vaccine mandates. It's just not an excuse. So yeah, I will take, I will take Dr. Joseph Latipo. Florida's Surgeon General. And I will even, Mr. Brewster, put up my screen, I will even accept, if we make America Florida, I will even accept what happened to this man. Florida man tries for days to get large iguana out of his toilet. That's a nightmare. You see, this is the kind of stuff that's in my nightmares. Go to the bathroom late at night, you rub your eyes, maybe you don't even turn on the light. Because, hey, you, you know the layout. And all of a sudden you look down, what's sitting there? A big iguana. And all you got to do is you got to go to the bathroom. Maybe you live in a one-bedroom apartment. That iguana's there for days, two, three, four days, perched there, not moving. That's the stuff of nightmares. I will take toilet iguanas if it means we get more of Dr. Joseph Latipo. I will take the toilet iguanas any day of the week, any day of the week. <laughs> well, one of, the one of the last good things, not the last, but what the last one that we're going to talk about is that the Florida legislature is considering constitutional carry. That is the idea that your Second Amendment rights give you the right to keep and bear arms. And when it says bear arms, that gives you the right to carry a weapon. And as long as you are legally allowed to own 
said handgun, you should be allowed to legally carry it without having to jump through any hoops, pay any extra permit fees. Basically, if you can legally own the handgun, you can legally carry the handgun. Full stop. Constitutional carry. Ron DeSantis was asked, asked about it, and he gave an answer that was pretty much as conservative as it gets. Mr. Producer, let's play cut 11. Yes. Where are we on constitutional carry? I'll put it on my desk. I'll sign it. <laughs> Put it on my desk. I will sign it. I am happy to do that. Compare that to what happened in, in Texas. Yeah, we got constitutional carry this year, but it was a fight. We had to drag Republicans to, to drag Republicans to the floor to actually vote for it. It looked like it was going to pass a year or two ago, and someone took it upon themselves to protest in front of the, I believe, the Assembly Speaker's house, and they said that was apparently off limits. You can't go to their house. To encourage them to pass a bill so they spitefully didn't pass it that year these are the kind of rhinos that we're talking about it's a constitutional right but they're going to spitefully not pass it because one person might have crossed a, a, a personal line in going to their house to encourage them to vote for it. it it had to be they had to be dragged kicking screaming to do it and they only did it because abbott it's an election year it's the only reason they did it they only seem to pass pro-gun bills when it's an election year but with Ron DeSantis, said, I'm happy to do it. Put it on my desk. I'll sign it. Happy to do it. I will take that. I will take it. You know what? If we're going to make America Florida, we're going to need constitutional carry. Because I saw this. Put it on my screen. I still don't know what this means. Anyone in Florida, can you tell me what this means? Florida man stabbed with swordfish in fight. Now, I, I'll admit it. I read a little bit of it. I didn't know when I first saw the headline, I didn't know if it's a man fighting a swordfish or is it a man fighting another man who then that other man uses a swordfish as a weapon. Turns out it's the latter. Two men were two fishermen were fighting. And apparently one of the fishermen on the dock picked up a swordfish and stabbed the other guy with it. I will, I will take that. I will take swordfish fights if it means I get constitutional carry nationwide make america florida let's take the good with the bad let's take the constitutional carry with swordfish bill stabbings only in florida <laughs> only in florida i'll take it i'll take it i'll take i'll take the, the swordfish fights <laughs> well we are almost out of time um before we go i have to remind you if you haven't already you got to get in on this giveaway you got to head on over to enterforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. They are giving away a Ford F-450 pickup truck with a trailer and a 4x4 on the back of it, plus 20 grand in cash. They're giving this away. It is happening, I believe, in two to three weeks at the end of this month. They are giving this away. One person will win it. I want it to be one of you guys. I want one of you guys to win this great rig and be driving around doing donuts either the truck or the four by four. So here's how you can win it. Go to enterforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. We have these t-shirts. They're the free our people t-shirts. We've put them up there in collaboration with Enterforce. The proceeds from that go towards helping the January 6th prisoners who desperately need better legal representation, desperately need help. 
So when you purchase that, you're, I believe right now it's five times entries. Right? Every one dollar you spend, you get five entries. So it's a forty dollar T-shirt. It's expensive, but you're going to get two hundred entries to win this sweet rig. But wait, there's more. If you, <laughs> but wait, I found like an infomercial. But wait, there's more. When you use promo code CD21, you're going to get a thousand bonus entries. A thousand bonus entries. So head on over there, purchase this free RP, these free our people t-shirts, purchase any of the great other gear or apparel or mystery boxes, enter to win this. And hopefully, I hope it's one of you who wins this sweet rig. Full disclosure, no purchase or payment of any kind is necessary to enter a win. And making a purchase or payment will not increase your likelihood of winning. I'm getting faster at that. You say that enough, you get really fast. Maybe that's my my new calling to read the uh, to read the side effects on on medications at the end of commercials read it really fast i envy those people well that's it we're out of time that's it for this edition of the podcast if you like this podcast if you want to make america florida too if you're willing to accept the good with the bad you got to share this hit the share button if you're watching on rumble you gotta share this share this on telegram share this on truth social if you are lucky enough to get in share this podcast so more people can see just how good we can have it if america becomes florida and how weird it could be at the same time. But again, I'll take the good with the bad. Yeah, hit that share button. If you haven't already, sign up for the, subscribe for the audio edition of the podcast. There's a link in the description where you'll be able to find all of the other links to subscribe to the podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and actually a couple more. A couple more I found were on. So that is all in the description. Make sure you subscribe there if you haven't already. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, MacBook, please make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can climb up in those rankings. We go live Monday through Friday, 12 noon Eastern. It's changed from what it used to be. And 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. We're on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Clout Hub, Frank Speech, and Telegram. So if you need a little reminder, because if you're one of those old Facebook refugees who love the Facebook notifications or the YouTube notifications, but now they're gone, you can get that notification by signing up for our text alert system. Text the word freedom. F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. And you get an update telling you what we're talking about that day and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's it for this edition of the podcast. If you want to, if you want to talk to me, if you want to chat, head on over to my telegram. Lots of people want to chat. Happy to talk to you. My telegram is at Max J. McGuire. Joe's at Joe Oltman. Check us out. Um, head on over there. Happy to chat with you. Um, yeah. That's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember the fight to take back our country. Not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together. See you tomorrow.